right. I, I can see it too. I think it looks good. All right. What's up, guys? Three this is cameras. not your podcast. Okay, oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Sorry. Wait, should we all take a sip and be like, <sighs> that's going to be the start. Okay, ready? Okay. One, two, three. Oh my God. That's good. That's some good shit. Oh, so good. Alex and Katie, welcome to Half Past Ja. Thanks. Hi. Oh my gosh. Guys, this is our first time having people. This is a really big deal. We've so... never had actual guests on before because last week I had Saketu on, but he doesn't really count as a guest because he's also here like every single week, so it doesn't really right. count. And See? He also like lives here, right? Like, this is he also, yes. Exactly. Yeah, for the most part, he does live here. He yeah. actually sleeps on this couch a lot. He really likes the couch. Also, <laughs> this is proof that we actually have friends yeah. other than each other. Yes. Living yeah. Yeah. We're, We're so excited. To be here right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We'll give you the check after we record this. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Alex and Katie, let's start off. Maybe just give us a little elevator pitch about yourself. I'm so excited you guys are here. I can't contain myself. But just give us a little bit of info about yourself, what you do, everything, how we know each other, just whatever. Pretend you're uh, interviewing at Apple and you want a job in marketing and this is this interview right now. Tell me oh, about yourself. No, I'm nervous. Okay. You're interviewing an Apple? You go first. Apple. Apple. Oh, like I thought you said you're... Okay, 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 okay. I'm just yeah. kidding. So, how? Alex. Okay. So, you go first. I go first? <laughs> yes. All right. So, my name is Alex and my last name is uh, Gao, but it's spelled with a K. K-A-O. But it's pronounced Gao because it's, it's, Chi- it's Chinese. It's Taiwanese. I it's Taiwanese. It's Taiwanese. Chinese, they say cow, right? Well, in, Chi- in China, they pronounce it or they spell it G-A-O, but in Taiwan, it's... K-A-O. Okay, yeah. I did not right. know that. Yeah. I'm glad that you is, said that. That is fact. like where the knowledge of that stops because okay. I don't know. Like, I don't have the reason for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like, how do you, why, why is it like that? Oh, and I guess since you went into that, you could tell them where you're from. Well, yes, that's basically... Okay, so I was just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to know a little bit about you, like what your life is, what you're doing. Um, gotcha. And then okay. basically the topic today is that we have something in common as yeah, yeah. a couple. We're both interracial couples, so that's gotcha. basically where we're going to go today. But if you just want to give a little bit of info about you, Right on. Right on. All right. Just go for it. So I'm a... I'm a um, I work in the film industry... I work as a full-time editor as of recently. However, lately I've kind of stepped away from that and I have gone on to pursue my own passion with content creation and my niche is aquariums and fish. Fish. It's very specific, but that's what I do now. Hashtag Gubby Squad. Yeah, Gubby, Gubby Squad. squad. <laughs> Gubby Squad. I love it. Follow me at World of Wajian. World of Wajian. <laughs> Shout out, yeah. What does Wajian mean? Yeah, what does Wajian mean? Wajian is... Um, so it's spelled W H, and then Asian, right? Mm-hmm. So it's half white, half Asian. Nice. Asian. But if you think about it, W H is only two letters, and Asian is five letters. So is it really half at that point? Are you like seventy-five <laughs> percent Asian and only? Man, you got me. You got me kind of messed up. There. You need to take like a twenty-three and Me DNA test and yeah. figure out the exact yeah. percentages. Okay, we're getting off topic. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> So is this going to be like cut down? No. No. This is oh. it. This is all like I don't cut anymore. Oh, I yeah. used to, but now I... no more cutting. Hey, this is authentic. This is what this is what we want. All right, don't all worry right. about it. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Katie Aker, and it's not Eaker. It's spelled E A K E R. I'm really say... glad you said that because I had no idea. Oh, uh, literally every single person. I had no idea. Says 
acre, but it's acre, acre, as in like acres of land. Okay, okay. And this was actually a bonding thing for me and Alex when we first met because I, I was aggressively trying to get his name, his last name right. And I was like, before we knew anything about each other, like our favorite colors, I was like, can you just tell me how to say your last name, please? And he was like, well, it's Gao, but you can call me Cow. And I was like, why would I call you Cow when it's Gao? And he was like, uh, I've gone by Cow like my whole life. Because mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't expect anyone to know how to say it. Like, well, and then, it's spelled K-A-O. We like. did it. Yeah, I was like, wow, hey, this is Alex Cow, everybody. <laughs> like, the job that I had before the last one that I had. Could have like, told me. I left, and I was, they were they were all like, wait, we've been saying your last name wrong the whole time? And I'm like, like. I mean, and I, I actually relate to that, because people have said my last name wrong my whole life and they're like why didn't you correct me and I'm like because I did once and I don't want to continue to correct people because it's annoying yeah and I totally get that with my first name Hallie people say Haley Holly because it's not spelled like I always say Hallie like Halle Berry and they're like oh is it spelled the same and I'm like well no but if you look H-A-L-L-I-E it says Hallie yeah it's not Haley or Holly and it's like people ask me all the time why don't you correct me it's like you know I've told you before you forget, and then I just like don't care that you much don't anymore. Be like <laughs> yeah, yeah. that person. There's, I know, and there's no good then, way to be like, oh, my name's Hallie, because then <clears> they'll yeah. be like, oh. <laughs> I, and I've heard I know. people say that, and I'm like, you know what? It's just not worth it anymore. So same. Okay. And yeah. then there's people Concurred. that are for like me. I, my name is Suketu, but All like in stuff. Gujarati, you would say Suketu. <laughs> like, yeah, I, when I first heard your name, I thought you were like Japanese. Really? Like when I like, Suketu. Yeah. Like I like that. That is pretty good. I like that. Um, but no, it's 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 Suketu. I've always been called Suketu, but a lot of people get mad at me because I don't use the original dialect. Did you know that? Gotcha. Which it's is your Suketu. name? Is like the people original get mad dialect. at you for that? Yeah. They're like you don't Wait, say who? your like, own on name social properly. Media. Like social media. The well, they big, big issue. That's like how my my TikTok took off was that video with me, like, not saying my name right, apparently. Wow. They say, which, this is so mean. I, I can't believe people people even say this. They say, like, you're not a true Indian. You don't say your name like you should. And it's like, that's his name. He's allowed to say however he wants. That is oh nobody God. else's business. Well, but it's hard. your platform. You can say whatever. Also, <laughs> right. Yeah. The disrespect, the nerve that people have, honestly. It's astounding. The nerve that these that's accounts with. No profile picture. <laughs> User three seven five six seven. You faceless bastard. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, Katie, a little bit more about you. What do you do by day, and then a little bit about your side hobbies as well. Okay. So, what I do by day is I work at a hospital, and no, I have zero interest in um, healthcare. But I got this job right out of high school, and it was a great, flexible job for me to be able to pursue my acting career because I'm an actor and um yeah so I've been I've been with an agency for like since I was 16 so I act and I model and I make films I'm a filmmaker yeah I direct and do fun stuff like that you do it all yeah I try I have a question yes how does the agency work like do they hire you or do you go to them or do you have to pay them so let me get my phone out of my pocket since somebody's calling me. What? Sorry, Mom, not right now. <laughs> um, Later, Mommy. So agencies. This is actually a big topic because a lot of people get scammed. Um, but 
technically, it is not legal for agencies to um, charge you for anything. The mm. only thing, the only way they make money is when you get booked. So you can sign with an agency. If they like you, they'll sign you on, mm -hmm. which is like how I went through an audition process and they were like, okay, I'm going to sign you. Didn't get my first job for like two years with being with them. When I did, they got 20% of my check from that production company yep. I worked with. That's how that works. And you, you ever done work with Ken Nunn Law Office? <laughs> like when they win the case? Yeah, that's when yeah pretty money. much. Yeah, it's kind of gotcha. like a realtor. Like, but, I mean, they can way. charge they can, for... Um, so my agency does this thing where, like, if you want your profile on our website to be public, um, you can pay this much a year, but it's not required. They can't require you to pay anything. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been doing that? Mm, I'm 24, and I started when I was like 15. 15? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Alex acts like he hasn't known this. <laughs> I love the awe factor, though. I think that's that's fun. Wow. <laughs> what? I, I hope my mic isn't peaking. Uh, okay, I think we're good. <laughs> You're fine. Okay. Oh my gosh, that's that's crazy, and it's crazy to know that like you've wanted to do that for like almost ten years. Yeah, and, and, I, acting and I didn't really know specifically because I was really into theater for half of my life, and then when the pandemic hit, I had been doing um, acting classes for film and television stuff, but I didn't really take it super seriously until the pandemic, mm -hmm. and that's when I like made a huge switch from being a theater girl to being a filmmaker and actually, you know, doing. I haven't done theater in a while, so. I've made that switch now, but I kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of dabbled in both there for a while. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and we've seen some of your guys' films that you've worked on together, and they're so good. Thank you. Yes, they're thank so you. cool. You guys should yes. check them out. They're thank so you. cool. I saw one just posted on YouTube the other day. Yeah. With Saigon. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Corey posted it. Yeah, Saigon. we watched it. We watched yeah. a little bit of it. I didn't even know that. He's an actor in it. it. Yeah. Fun fact. Yes. It was a great that, you, that look was, so, you look like a baby. I, I know. Yeah. What, what is the deal? That I don't know what like it is. Two, that was like three years ago, two years ago? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Why did I look like that? You do look like a baby. I don't know. Maybe it's like the you've headband like that pulled your hair back a little bit. I don't really know. You complete, you've completely changed. Like your face is mm -hmm. just different. So do I still look like a baby? Aged. It's because you worked nine to five. Yeah. So That's what it is. You got aged. It was like the smog made me like. Yeah. Different, you know what I'm yeah, that's it. <laughs> just working full time at nine to five job for one year made me just like, yeah. That's it. It's true. Nine to five can you. can really age you. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah. But now now that I have all my fish, I'm getting younger. The guppy right squad. Yes. You're getting rejuvenated. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All my plants. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> okay, so going back to your backgrounds, everything that we were talking about, you mentioned that you were Asian. So my next question to you both is. What ethnic background do you identify with? Let's talk about that. Since that's the main topic of today's conversation. That's something I would love to know the answer to right off the bat. But, like, to be honest, like, okay, so I was born in Taiwan. My dad is full-blown Taiwanese, and so is the rest of my dad's family. My mom's American. Like, they're all from New York, right? Yep. Um, and I was so I was born in Taiwan, and then I moved here with my mom. My mom and dad got divorced, so all of my Taiwanese family still remains in Taiwan. Um, and I don't have the experience that a lot of Asian Americans have, where their whole family came here 
and then they conform to American culture. Like I'm, when I'm here, I'm American, and when I go back to Taiwan and visit my dad and the rest of his family, I completely code switch and I become a Taiwanese person. Wow. I'm not like, it's not like, hey, let's go back to the motherland to see what's <laughs> up. It's like I'm going back to visit my family that has stayed there. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. So when people ask me like, "What do you identify with more?" It's like it's really hard to say. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm gonna say American because I'm hearing this on American soil, mm-hmm. you know, eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> but as soon as as soon as I go back to Taiwan, I'm gonna be pounding that rice down. Yeah, and as sometimes you sometimes that can be a good thing in identity for identity purposes. Like here, a lot of people go through this thing where it's like, you know what? I can't identify with being Indian or I can't identify be- with being white. Like there's like no in between because they don't know which one's which, you know, like a lot of people are like, I'm not Indian enough or I'm not white enough to fit in either side of things. Whereas you're right. like, I'm and American, I, I, so I'm American. I'm Taiwanese, so I'm Taiwanese. Yeah, yeah. That's and good. I've, I've struggled with that for a while. Um, throughout high school and my early years in college, um, you know, other Asian American folk here were like, you're not Asian enough because you don't look like you're, uh-huh. you're a half a white boy and they treated me different. So I don't really align myself with the Asian community, like the Asian American community here in the States um, for that reason. I because can see that. I, it was very unvalidating a lot of, I, I don't know why, they were, and I, I realize now that I think it's a reflection of their insecurity mm-hmm. because they've been in America their whole life. Mm-hmm. And it's coming from like a place of insecurity because I had the experience of being like a Taiwanese boy. Yeah. Where they didn't. And I think they have an identity crisis. It's not me. Yeah. But I let it get to me. No, I get it. That happens a lot. It'd be hard to not let it get to you when you're surrounded by that. You look to these people to be like, oh, we can be friends. We have a lot in common. Yet they're dissing you saying you're not Asian enough. Yeah. And I've learned to just be like, whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. I look half white. Okay, so... I get it. It's not my yeah. fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how old were you when you were born in Taiwan? Mm-hmm. And how old were you when you moved here? So I was like one year when I moved to the States. But then I would like go there. I would visit a lot. Yeah. And as of lately, I try to go there every summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it expensive to go there? It's pretty expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 1600 for a plane ticket. Okay, so pretty average. Taiwan well, is an, an island. Like, so... Yeah. There's a lot of connections to get there. It's like a 24-hour journey to get yep. there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes 36, Ooh. depending on... <laughs> That's a lot. You know, so I've learned, take the longer flight. Yeah. <laughs> it's because, funny you say that. We, yeah. the thing, we did not take the longer flight. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to next time. You don't want to lay over. Yeah, you, you go on Expedia, you see the shorter flight, you're like, oh, let me take that. But when you take the shorter flight, you don't get a break. Whereas like, if you take the 40-hour flight... You have like 12 hours where you can be hanging out in that city yeah. and you could also get a hotel room and just yeah. sleep. It's cheaper too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's more worth it. Like, especially if you're having a layover in like some cool place, you can like go explore if you want to. Oh, yeah. How do we even get on this topic? I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I know because you guys are eventually, Katie's going to be going to Taiwan for the first time. Yeah. We can talk I'm about so that excited. later. But um, Alex, so what do you miss? Obviously, you said you were super young when you moved to the U.S. and then you go back and visit every so often. But what do you miss most about when you're there? I mean, I know, sorry. <laughs> I know you probably don't remember much from when you were a baby and first came here. But like when you go back, what do you miss from that? There's so many things. Obviously, my family. Like, 
you know, my dad and everything. Yeah. He's a total oddball. I love him. <laughs> I always see him comment the funniest stuff on your post. <laughs> he's, he's awesome. He's so weird. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I miss the food. Um, just the way life is. People in, in Taiwan are just so relaxed and there's just more of an individual or like, Sorry, opposite. There's more of a collective culture there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know what it is about here in the States, but people are just, people in the States seem to have everything material-wise, and they're just so unhappy all the time. Mm -hmm. And that is not a vibe that I get when I go to Taiwan. People are just chilling, like sitting on a plastic stool on the street eating noodles, mm -hmm. you know, with no plan for the rest of the day, but they're just happy. Yeah, people in India do the same thing. It's like they're making $10,000 a year living their best life. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, if I made $10,000 a year in America, I'd be homeless on the streets. Yeah. So it's like, it's like uh, here everybody's really money hungry versus everywhere else. It's so much, it's not that way. Yeah, it's just the way it's, I mean, the the way it is here. Like, But even when people exceed their financial goals that they set for themselves when they were younger, they still keep going. They, they still get, want more. Yeah, and then Always. they live their whole life like that without ever relaxing and that. Yeah. No, it makes total sense. And I, from when I went to India, that's exactly what I saw too. And that's what I was going to say. I was going to nudge you to say that if you didn't. But I mean, and Sakechi said this a million times, people here don't have problems. We don't have problems. Most of us, like we have enough money to be able to put food on the table, to be able to, you know, see the people that we need to, like whatever. We don't have real issues here. So, so many people make their own issues and they're always hungry for more. Like mm. they always want more. Whereas yeah. you go to India or Taiwan, maybe you don't see that. Well, so they have real right. life issues. They do. Like, are they going to be able to have food tomorrow? Like, that's yeah. a real struggle that some people will go through. A lot of people here in America still go through that. Yeah, I, it, it definitely happens, especially in, like, the city areas. You can start seeing that. But I feel like here it's on another level of, like, you have everything, but you pretend like you don't have anything. Yeah. And I'm not trying yeah. to, like say Americans will have problems. We definitely yeah. have issues here. Um, but I think a lot of those, a lot of the issues that we have here with unhappiness and people just being like, go, go. It's, it's the, individ the individualistic culture here. Yeah. That people need to set out and be wealthy and s be self-sustainable on their own. Whereas like in a lot of those Asian countries, it's like your family is a clan. You stick together and you, you know, expand your empire together. That's another question. Does your in in Taiwan in Taiwan do do they live together usually? Like, does your do your grandparents live with your parents, or after you kind of get married, do you move out? Is that common? Or? It's kind of. So my family, they never lived together. Um, okay. But they like live very close together. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's like every every night, you know. Yeah. My aunt would be there or whatever. Yeah. You know, it was very like they wouldn't never say like hey i'm moving to florida yeah or you know like here in the <laughs> yeah. states it's like i'm moving to new jersey because my job's taking me there like that's kind of like people put their job first usually here yeah that's just wild yeah people uh, don't place their family high enough up here mm -hmm. i don't think i know yeah. at least i know a lot of people where they don't where they put their family last and it's so important that you have the concept of your family well, here they get so caught up in like, oh, I'm going to get all this money so I can do this and that yeah. for my family. And then you never spend any time with your family. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I get it. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, I'm not, I don't want to complain about it. It's more of just an observation because what is the remedy for that? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just a different society. What, what can you do about it? Like it's obviously both ways of living. There's pros and it's cons. 
There are a lot of things that I don't like about Taiwan. There are a lot of things I do like. There are a lot of things I love about the U.S. that I wish Taiwan would do. Mm-hmm. But like internet? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I wish I wish there was like high speed internet where we lived in India, but that is not ever going to happen. It's not. I have never had to worry about a hurricane in my life living in Indiana. Oh, that's true. true. Very true. It's facts. There's no coastal water, you know, ruining my house. Yeah, that's definitely a big difference. That's, that's yeah. pretty nice. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to move on to the relationship aspect of this because this is something huge that we have in common. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this. So talk a little bit about how you guys met. You, you can take okay. it. I've been talking for like... <laughs> so um, when we met, it was funny. We had kind of briefly met during um, when he was in IUPUI. He was, it was a film school, was it? Because you were, what was your uh, what is the media? It was like a media specialization. But like, you a, were doing a film, a short film with your class. Is yeah, basically. It, was like, it was like a project. Like an yeah. And I had uh, a friend that I knew from acting classes that um, asked me to come be a part of it. And then we briefly met on that set. Really didn't see him again. Then somehow our friend Corey, like... Hit me up on Instagram. I was like, hey, can you be in this film that I wrote? And I was like, yes. Um, then I get there. And that was the first time like I officially met Alex. He was the DP, director of photography slash uh, cinematographer. And he was doing the entire, he was filming the entire thing. It was very up close and personal, too, because that's Corey's style. And so he's all <laughs> up in my face. I was an astronaut in the film. <laughs> But, yeah, that yes. was. Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that was the first time that you guys met. Yeah, that, that was, like, okay. the first time we Which ever, like, talked to each other. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. I was like, all right, I'm the cameraman. No. Hello. This is actually that I love telling people this story because it makes me laugh so hard. Um, but so I was, I was in a film. We are having a break or whatever. And I was telling a joke because when I had this astronaut helmet on, I would take it off and my hair was disgustingly frizzy and just lo- I kept saying to them that I looked like a baby bald eagle. If you've never <laughs> seen that, you need to look it up. It's mm-hmm. pretty bad. I'll look it up. Um, and everybody was laughing so hard. And I turn around and Alex is just staring at me like, you're just not laughing. He's just like... <laughs> And I, I He's was, taking it in. Yeah. No, like, I actually thought he hated me, though, because everybody else was laughing so hard, but he was not. He was just like, and he goes, what? <laughs> I was like, oh. Um. And then I showed him a picture of a bald eagle, and he goes, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, okay. does this man hate me? So I made it my personal mission for the rest of that film to make him laugh, because I was like, I got to break this guy. Did you succeed? I did. Yeah. I think. He... I, I said a few things, and you were kind of like, oh, it, yeah, and then you ended up, like, taking a picture of me and Corey because I was on the ground in the sand when it was pouring, and Corey was, like, hunched over me trying to help me up, um, and then you put me on your story, and I was like, well, at least he doesn't hate me because I'm on a story. Right. Um, and then after, I, don't hate, I don't hate anyone. Why would I hate? Well, I didn't know that at the time. And then That's another yeah. important aspect of this is he is 70% deaf in this year. And whenever I made that joke, he didn't hear me. He didn't hate me. He just didn't hear the joke. Oh my god! I, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I'm That's just, why I'm you just said deficit, what? You know? So 
so I was like, said what? It made it made so much sense. It made so much sense after that's that. So hilarious. many people think I hate them because I ignore them. Yes. I mean, really, like I'm just not that's hearing. That's precisely what I thought. That's um, hilarious. Yeah, and then after that, he asked me to go to the skate park with him. How romantic! And Aww. then we would spend time that's at the sweet. skate park. I was like, let me teach you how to pop shove it. And I did it once, Alex's- and I hugged him, and he was like. Ooh. Yeah. I like Alex's Riz is like all the way up here. It's like <laughs> off the scale. Yeah. <laughs> so how long ago was that? Oh, geez. Like two years ago? Three years, two years ago? ago? Yeah, I think three years. Mm-hmm. Feels mm-hmm. like forever ago. And the sparks were just flying. They were you flying. Just, yeah, they were... Love was in the air. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and now you're taking her to your homeland. Look yes. at that. Yes. <laughs> The handshake has happened like ten times. This is our personal thing. Yeah, it's like we're just like if you haven't gathered that. We're we're like we're like pizza for dinner. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, so with you being an interracial couple, couple, what are some of the biggest cultural differences that you've noticed between you two? Like just everyday things that you're like, oh, maybe he does this differently or she does this differently or stuff like that. Personally, like I feel like because I've lived in the U.S., so like I feel like there aren't any differences. No, there's... But apparently there are. <laughs> no, there... She's like, she's like, no Let's other American it. boy does Let's this. <laughs> Let's hear it. Well, what I think is the biggest difference is sometimes he's so freaking direct and I think he's being rude to me. And he's... Oh. In, because that's such a... Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he's like, what? And the I'm like, brutal You said that was such a really straightforward, angry tone. And he was like, no, I didn't. I wasn't mad at you. I was like... I was like, Alex... But you said that so mad. I'm not mad. I'm like, then why'd you say it? And then we How dare you think I'm things. mad? <laughs> but then he's like, Katie, you have to understand. I don't, I don't, was it your Taiwanese family is like that or your East Coast? Both. So it's like a bad combination of him just <laughs> the East being Coast like. Yeah, that's, that's quite the combination. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. Just saying. So half the time, I'm so overly, like, I overthink everything. I Everything that comes out of my mouth, I think about how it's going to affect somebody. And literally how, like, if I say something, I'm like, did that just hurt their feelings? Oh, well, my gosh. Okay, that, Am I going to make them cry? That, that's that is like the most relatable thing I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> this is literally us. That's oh, my like God. That's like an Indiana, like, Midwest thing is, like, everyone here is, like, a people pleaser. Yes. I facts. hate that. It's like, just get straight to the point. Stop, like, going around and trying to, like, not hurt my feelings. You still can be straight to the point, but you can be, like, nicer about it. That's the p- approach that I take. That's really. what, try me to. too. Because you, you love. I don't know. No, you love that I'm a sensitive and nice person. <laughs> and you've said you that. Love that. Yeah. You've said that before. You're like, we'll oh, see. my gosh, I've never met somebody that is like that. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you and, are very honest. But I also love that you're so direct and honest, but sometimes it can come with a price because you can be aggressive, or what I perceive to be uh, aggressive. <laughs> aggressive. And that's something that I, I personally like can get better at. Like, So we talk about that a lot. Yeah. So that's, that's something I feel about. like is a cultural difference, but I don't know. Do you think Hopefully it is? Hopefully it's a cultural I mean, it's, you, can, you can lean on being culturally different for a lot of things, but at the end of the day, like you got to take it upon yourself to be the best person you can. Yeah, yes. agreed. And that's one thing that my dad struggles with. He's like, oh, I'm Taiwanese. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, you're just a bitch. <laughs> it's like Hopefully the justification. Huh? Like justification. That's yeah. A lot of people do that. It, I, yeah, I can justify. Yeah. But, people, I, you know, I don't want to over-justify everything because that's mm-hmm. what makes people selfish. Yeah. I get it. 
Well, so. it's interesting that you say that because you being sensitive and soft and kind towards people and then you being very upfront and honest with people, that's a dynamic that we have in our relationship too. And we've had so many conversations where I'm like, Sakati, you could have said that better. Just think about it before it comes out of your mouth. Like, why don't you take five extra seconds and think about it? And then we can talk about this rationally. Yeah. Well, it's just like- and he just blurts it out and he's like, well, this is how it is. This is how it should be. And he'll be like, oh, it's because my family's all like that. We all do that. <laughs> but like I, growing up with three older sisters and like my parents it was always like you said what you needed to say every second like that's just what i saw my sisters were like brutal to each other at some points i hope they're not watching this but like <laughs> they used to say whatever came to their mind oh. right and they would just say it out loud so that's what i saw and so like that's what i thought was normal i just like say it whatever's in my head i say it out loud and then hallie taught me this thing it's like called <laughs> take a Take a breath, and then <laughs> you, you think about what you're supposed to say and see how it will affect them. And then, maybe 15 seconds later, then you say what you need to say. Yeah, yeah. He, does, he doesn't have a that, Think before you speak. That is something <laughs> yes, I never, golden rule right ever there. learned. That's something. That's a new theory that Hallie taught me. Well, yeah. I mean, it came up so much because we were so young when we started dating, too. And so I would, I mean, I was extra sensitive when I was like 16 when we started dating, right? So it's like when you would say things to me without thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm little Hallie. I get my feelings hurt so easily. But then I see now, why are you laughing? (laughs) What is wrong with you? Because that was true. Well, like a lot, and even, okay, but I see a lot of things nowadays that you say to me, you come from a good place. Like you mean well, you just don't think about it properly. And like a lot, I hate to say it, but a lot of things that you say are right. And sometimes I need to hear it, which is unfortunate because it could be cushioned and it could be like, it softened, right? In like a mm-hmm. sweet way, but it doesn't always come out that way. So that's also something that I've noticed in mm-hmm. our relationship as well. So it's interesting that you guys say that. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's a little bit of a struggle. It is a struggle. Yeah. At the end of the day, like just be a self-reflecting person and think about, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing in a relationship where you come from very different places is just be empathetic about the other person. Yep. Like, yeah. Just have feelings, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Think and have feelings. Yeah. Think is the hardest part. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, so my next question is, what was it like meeting each other's families for the first time? Ooh, that's a good oh. one. Well, actually, that's funny. Because you haven't really met any of my family yet. In Taiwan now. Yeah, so I'm bringing her to Taiwan <gasps> soon. Ooh. So, I can't fully answer that question. But. I have met your other side of your family, and I'm very close to them now. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of, I don't know. It was, I will say, there's a big difference between our families. And it was... <laughs> what Do was tell, that? please. I'm, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. You were yeah, okay. really agreeing. The sass... <laughs> Um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, your family, how would you describe it? Don't even be like, my family's great. So, like, okay, Alex, my meeting family's Katie's family for the first time. Like, how did that go? What was that? Meeting Katie's family for the oh. first time. How did that go? That kind of got weird vibes, not going to lie. Like, <laughs> I, it, weird I vibes. I love them now. But, uh... I don't know. I, okay. It kind of took a minute for me to prove myself. You know what? I, I can describe this now. They were not <laughs> used to 
anybody being as bold and upfront <laughs> as Alex. Also, not saying the most unhinged things ever. <laughs> really? My he. He okay, it made it his personal mission to make my mother so uncomfortable half the time. What? Like, what? why? He would. My mom is, is like, she. I don't think. I don't know if she's ever cursed in her life. Like, <laughs> she is a saint. She's very, uh, yeah, and then Alex innocent. Comes and then Alex comes along <laughs> and says all of the very profound things that he has to say, and. um... Is just cursing every five seconds and and. Sorry, guys. Wait, I have to tell you guys Being something. Crude. So, um, Alex and Katie uh, made a film, and they showed it in a movie theater. Oh okay, God. and they had, they had, they, they went up friends front. and family there. Their their whole friends and family were all there, and they and Alex goes up front in front of everybody. And just starts talking. And I advise everybody, if you guys have an event, don't ever let Alex do something like that. What? Because man, oh man, this man literally says whatever is in his mind. Literally no Kate, filter. I just remember he, he and Katie kept fighting over the mic. And she's like, anyways, <laughs> he take it back. And he just starts spewing words. And we had so, so many conversations in before. Tears. And you're like, should I say something about like how we had dangerous things on set? And I was like, don't ever say that in front of a group of people because that's first of all not true. Second of all, I don't want them to like get us arrested. I don't know, something crazy. I remember him saying how expensive it was. He's like, this isn't cheap. You guys need to give us money. Literally, <laughs> no filter. So funny. No oh filter. Oh my god, it was so funny. And I was like, funny. yeah, that's not really how you get people to donate. But okay. <laughs> That was Damn. hilarious. Yeah, we have quite the dynamic, I would say. Um, hey, but the marketing campaign worked. People thought it was the funniest thing. It was memorable. It was. Yeah, it, true. It, it definitely People was like, memorable. People talk about it to this day, so it worked. We are. Yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> so we did. Funny. So. And then the film after was great. And Thank yeah, you. you guys Thank looked you. phenomenal. You oh, dressed thanks. to the nine. It was. It was a great night. But it was funny. How did we get there? Wait. Okay. Oh, we're, so we're talking about families. Alex, okay. Alex meeting. A anyways, I think I'm on the spectrum, just slightly. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. It was just like, why did you say that? That came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm going to peek this mic. That's okay. Um. <laughs> so, let me just go back. He met my family. My family was like, not used to people cursing well, left and right and saying, and saying really outlandish things. Especially sexual stuff that was what? like what? sexual jokes like you'd be like i don't know if i can even say it say it. No, no, yeah. no 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 you said i, I never said any of that of stuff her. like when i first met them i was very um <laughs> okay I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to like defend myself there okay okay okay, okay. I, I remember when i first met your family i mean they were like a very conservative religious family and they saw me as like an asian boy yeah. And like, I don't know, they, it wasn't, they weren't used to that. No, it wasn't just that. It was you, you the way you talked. I was like, you weren't, you weren't saying the worst things. The <laughs> things you say now to them, they are actually used to it. I definitely like brought a level of confidence they probably weren't used to, but There's I wasn't like you. that vulgar when I first met them. Alex is very confident in himself. So yeah. Which is a great thing. It's, it's a, a great thing. quality to have. I appreciate that. Yeah. But sometimes it leads me, it causes me to dig myself in a hole. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I, I just yeah, say yeah. stuff, I'm like, okay, that was not appropriate. I should not have said that. Because sometimes, like my my family would come back to me and be like, Katie, um, what did he mean by that? I'm like, I don't think he meant anything. So don't, just don't think, think about, about it. it too deeply. Yeah. Don't, don't, but you know, like, I don't think I was that crazy when I first. You didn't that. say like the things that you say now, you, you which can't. is like, I I this sounds really bad, but I'm just saying he'd be like, what's up, sexy. To my mom when he first met her. Oh. No, I didn't. When I first met her. Not when you. Okay, like maybe a few. Oh, come on. First a few. A few months in is what I should and say. She's like, huh? but like, I mean, like, would you? What? You say that stuff. I think, Dude, I think if that, you said I think, that to my mom, I'd be like, see, that's what I'm let's saying. Let's talk. It's a totally a personality thing, though. Because I, I like, think that I think the timeline is a bit off. I think you're, you're like, kind of I'm not saying the first day that you met her, but like the first few months that we were together, you'd say stuff. Or he says it to my brother too, though. Like. He okay. doesn't just say it to my mom. Okay. But every, like, nobody I, in our family has dated anybody like that, ever. And so it's very odd for I, them. I thought like that, that, like, everyone that I, like, really love and care about, I'm, I'm always, like, just kind of fruity. In that... <laughs> kind of fruity. You know what I mean? But, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, and I'm not, I just didn't know how to describe it. Like, it, this is what I'm saying, it's so difficult to describe, because, like, you're not inappropriate, you just say things that, like, people are not expecting. <laughs> Like, it keeps you on your toes. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It does. And that's, that's mild. Hilarious. That's a mild thing. I can't that's... stop laughing. So, um, <laughs> there's that. And then I met his family, and they thought I was really soft spoken. It was just because I was nervous um, the first day that I met them. Well, you met my family, and you were like, oh, his whole family is like this. Oh, yeah. And then oh. I realized that because they're well, all like, very they, similar. They don't have a filter. They're like straight out of, you know, his mom. Like, my mom's straight out of Long Island. Yeah. Does not... I mean, oh, they, they would be, like, dropping the F-bomb, being like, shut the... up, you know? And I'm like, they, they say, you're saying that's your mother? My mom... Well, my mom, in return, she would always say it, like, so casually. She'd be like, hey, bozo, go shut the fucking door. You know what Are I mean? Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, that's okay. Okay. I, I've been, like, not knowing. But, yeah, they'll just tell each other. They'd be like, fuck off. And I'm like... You say that to your mom? Oh my like god! That, it like scared me at first, well, but now okay. I understand their dynamic. But my family. Okay, let, let me just backtrack. Me and my mom. My mom was a single mom for the longest time. Yeah. Um, and I had seen her struggle like crazy, and she had seen me struggle like crazy. You know, like when, and like we have a bond. Like most, I would say most American families. Like, their son and their mother would not have. Like, yeah. we are, like, best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, cool. yeah, like, that's... That's how I feel. We're like, extremely comfortable That's a good other. thing. That's yeah, really good. that is. Uh, and but, I'm even close, like, that. I'm very close to Sandy yeah, now like, because of it. My mom, I mean, like I said, like, she's from New York. She has no filter. But at the same time, I had seen her in very vulnerable places yeah. that, like, most kids wouldn't ever see their parents in. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So it was, like, through that, it was, like... And, me trying to lift her up as a little kid and her trying to lift me up and be a mom. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just... I also... My mom was a single mom whenever I was 15. And I think one thing that you're not used to is how we do everything together. And, like, when we first started dating, that was kind of a problem. Is, like, we didn't have any, like, space or alone time. Wouldn't you agree? Because yeah, my family was so tightly knit. Yeah. And, like... He didn't understand the concept of girls' night. And he still doesn't. Alex. Because he's like, why? 
why are you gendering knights? And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, I've never done that. I'm like, I know, but I grew up with three girls in the house, like my two sisters and my mom. It's just something we've always done. It's not against you at all. It has nothing to do with. It's just tradition. You guys. It's have just done a that. tradition, yeah. and so there's that difference too of, like, you being um, an only child with your mom, and then me having two sisters, and we yeah. were like. Oh my gosh, that was like how we got through being in that situation in our life yeah. when my mom was single and going through it. It was just being that tightly knit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, and I can say that I can speak to that too with our families because we have two very different families. Very dynamics. different. I would say more so his family does everything together where like it's just me. I have one brother and it's my parents. Yeah. And we like to be together, but we like to do our own thing too. So we never would designate like this is family dinner. Like we never did that. We never did like a family like, dinner night or like we're going to go out. We just didn't do that. Whereas you guys. Yeah. If there's only one bed, we're all in that bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like for That's example. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like in Taiwan, we'd all be sleeping on the same bamboo mat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. there you go. It's a very, but then that ties into your culture. It's a very family connected oriented yeah. situation that you guys have got going on, which I really respect because I I never had that growing up. And so coming into that, it was so different for me. I was almost like shocked and still sometimes like, and it's a great thing. Like if one person says they're going to do something, like five others will show up. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that, I guess and like sometimes like, I don't put it together in my head. Like that's what's going to happen. You know what I mean? And then the same thing with Alex is like we could get like super mad at each other and then two hours later we'll be like doing something together. Like it's like it's all good. Oh, like, like – yeah. We'll like, like say something mean to each other <laughs> or whatever and then oh, it's okay. But it's all blank. It's just kind of just like exactly. an observation you just got to get off the chest. <laughs> Yeah. But again, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about way at the beginning, where it's like um, the collective culture versus the individualistic culture here in the yeah. States. And there's pros Absolutely. and cons to both. Yeah, there is. You know, I definitely love having my personal space here in the States. Yeah. Whereas when I go back to Taiwan, I'm like, Grandma, why are you following me around here? <laughs> you know, like Grandma. I'm going to the 7-Eleven. I'm leaving the, you know, I'm leaving the house to go get a drink from the 7-Eleven. She's following me with an umbrella over my head because she doesn't want me to get tan. Yeah. But that's also, like, something I feel like you don't realize is a part of you to this day in America. Is like, you're you're very family-oriented and very, like, uh, you have to share experiences. Absolutely. Like, Especially when it comes to food. Oh, yeah. Then you're not oh, consuming something. She'll be like, like, you want to go to McDonald's? And I'm like, I'm not that hungry. We can go get you some. I don't want it anymore. Oh, yeah. I'm oh. like, I don't want it. Oh, my gosh. This is a huge thing. And this has just turned into something that I deal with as well. It's like whenever I want something to eat and I was like, I want Taco Bell. I was like, I want Chick-fil-A. It's like, well, I guess I can't get Taco Bell at that point. Like, you know, I guess I'll eat Chick-fil-A now. Yeah. Well, even like a few days ago, we were coming home from a long day at work and you were like, let's just make it easy. I'll get Taco Bell. And I was like, well, I want to eat this. I've been wanting it all day. And you're like, fine, we won't get Taco Bell. It's like, like, I'm not going to go eat something if you're not going to eat it. Which it makes total sense because I'm that way too. She's that way with Starbucks because I'm always like like, ice cream. Like, yeah, absolutely. Ice cream things. With with Starbucks, you know, I'm always like, if we share a venti, it's much cheaper than getting two grandes. Two grandes now is like, 12 bucks guys. Oh, yeah. I know right and I know, and I know for sure she ain't gonna finish that <laughs> and so she drinks like half of a tall that's not true and so I always suggest let's get a venti it's only like 6 bucks and we get to drink a lot of coffee at the same time but 
because we don't have our own, technically we're, you know, it's just, it's just, the, she likes the two grandes instead. So we usually do that anyways. Well, one, oh, yeah, I like having our own, <laughs> but then it's like, I don't want to be like, hey, can I have a separate cup, by the way? Because then they'll like, I don't know, they'd see us, pour. it's yeah. the shame and the guilt. that I'll <laughs> the We're always trying to cheat the system, you know? Me too. I always try and cheat the system. So going back a little bit, talking about family meeting and everything, you're going to be going to Taiwan, and I wanted to ask how you think all of that's going to go with her meeting your family that has never been here before, she's never met, because I recently met a ton of his family that was in India that I'd never met before, and then even when I first met his family back a long time ago, it took him a little bit of time to come around to the concept of me being around, but they eventually did, and obviously now we're married. So I just wanted to know, like, you're going to be meeting a lot of people. Oh. I'm fully confident they're going to love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think for something that I dealt with for a while, you know, my family was like, you need to marry a Chinese woman or a Taiwanese woman. Um, worst case, maybe a Japanese or Korean woman. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, oh, like, completely sad. went out of bounds and got a white woman. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? <laughs> but she's not the first person that I've dated in my life, mm-hmm. so... Um, they gave me kind of, they kind of gave me black for, for a while. They're like, oh, these American women are crazy, whatever. <laughs> but I've dated, I, you know, I've been in a relationship with other people and I think they've kind of come to the point now where they're like, okay, Alex is, he's into yeah. white American women. You yeah. got it. So growing up, did you always think that you would be with somebody of your own culture or did you ever think about being even, with anybody? I don't know. That just never crossed my mind. I we spent most of your time here, and I yeah, I I don't know, yeah. but any, anywho, going back to the question, answering that, like I, I'm gonna bring her to Taiwan. I think they're gonna love her because yeah. she's very respectful of my identity, and that's one of my favorite things about Katie is that people that I've been with in the past, they never really. I think that's why I had an identity crisis because I was just like, why would I want to be Asian? I'm here in the in the states, right? Mm-hmm. And then Katie recently has made it a point to be like hey you should embrace this part of your culture like you should embrace this other half of you yeah and i'm like oh yeah hey you're right now we're learning chinese together yeah we're learning chinese together you know what i mean it's just i i think it'll it'll be good like my my dad you know he he loves that he loves that katie embraces my asian heritage we always in each other's dms me and david For those of you who don't know, David is my dad's American name that he goes by because nobody can pronounce his real name. What's his real name? Dachen. Dachen. But it's spelled T-A and then C-H-I-E-N. But some people say like You want to tell them yours? Tell them yours? Okay, so my real name is Gao Hao Jun. Gao Hao Jun, right? But in the States, I go by Alex. And Alex is my legal name in the States. I'm a dual citizen. Mm-hmm. So I, have, I got huh. two passports with two different names on it. Yep. Ah. Twins. Yeah. Twins. I mean, same I have, name, I'm but you're a dual citizen, citizen. But I have the same name. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. So, so oh, go ahead. I was going to say about the whole, like, um, the identity crisis thing about you kind of. Whenever I was young, I always wanted to be white because everybody around me was white. So it just made sense, right? And that, like, like I didn't want to, like, get on the sun and become, like, way too tan or anything. And then Hallie comes around. She's like, 
I can't wait till summer because you're going to be so tan. And I'm like, and like, you know, she's, she's the kind of person who was always wanted to go to Gerba, which is like a Indian, um, you, you dance in a circle in a way. And, and, and she always wanted to do those cultural things when I hated going to those things when I was a kid, because I, because I was going through this identity crisis, I feel like, but like, she made me start to like a lot of the, my own culture, which is kind of ironic. In a way, because yeah. she'd never experienced any kind of indie, any culture that's besides her own. Big Apali to do because most Americans just don't even think to do that. It doesn't cross their mind that they should be trying to think in that way. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. Well, that's what makes us so cool. I mean, same with you guys being an interracial couple. I think it's so special that we. <laughs> you made a TikTok yesterday about us <laughs> having a hybrid baby. Yeah, I was, the yesterday's TikTok was like, we're going to have a hybrid baby. It's going to get at least 50 miles per gallon. Yeah. It's going to be super efficient. Well, and like your culture is so different from anything I've ever grown up knowing. Like yeah. you wear your chain now because I told you that yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, I wore gold because I didn't like it. But then she's like, you look so good in it. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I got to wear it. <laughs> well, I don't know. You just, you, I, yeah. I love your culture and I love Gerba and the food and going to India and I wear, <laughs> I wear this. This is beautiful. This is like a, how would you describe it? So there's, it's a it's Mangal Sutra on your wrist rather than on your. So it's technically a necklace, so this but is, I got a bracelet. In India, for instead of like a ring, a lot of people do this black. The black bead represents marriage, and so you can put the black bead. Usually, they wear it on your neck as like a necklace, and then that signifies you're married. But Hallie also got one that's for your the wrist. Bracelet form. It's easier oh, to wear. I love it, and I love. Oh my gosh! Like you guys are eventually going to go to India because you said that earlier, which I'm so excited about. But um, like the dresses and the shopping. The, I'm gonna like get her. Oh all my gosh! Out. You're gonna die. Yes. It's so much fun. They. Oh my gosh! We just had the best time when we were there. And I also love India because it's so affordable. Mm-hmm. Like everything, it doesn't feel like you got to break the bank to get certain things yeah. um and it's just high quality everything is high very high quality mm-hmm. yeah india's yeah. great but i love that you're indian it balances out thank you out well. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> okay so <laughs> i'm all off focus now because that was that was really sweet this, this um, podcast is crazy we've touched so many different kinds of topics this is just kind of how it goes typically just you know i don't even know how long it's gonna be i don't know i still got some more though so how do you guys experience holidays differently which alex we've talked about this a little bit before in the past of like christmas and like different holidays that do you celebrate any different holidays or how does that work honestly god not really like here i i just christmas halloween uh, the only thing is a Chinese <laughs> New Year. Well, yeah, Chinese I mean, New Year. We make a small exception for that, but other for than that, you, your grandparents used to send you money, right? But, yeah, so I get like a red envelope, but I don't um, know since they're not. Alive. My grandparents passed away, but so I that, but I don't know because is that usually something your parents do or just your grandparents? I'm not sure. Just my family. So, like, does yeah. David send you money? Yeah, but he uses Apple Pay. He sent me the red envelope emoji. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. This I is love that. Modern times. Cultural shift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we don't... As far as me being here, it's just Thanksgiving. Yeah. No, I, no real difference, really. I mean... I guess another question on top of that is, like, you have two separate families, and so how do you handle, like, going to these kinds of events? Because, like, for us... 
we're very lucky in the way that her family does lunch. My family does dinner. So like they they do like (laughs) they'll do Christmas lunch. We do Christmas dinner. It balances out. Thanksgiving lunch. Thanksgiving dinner. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. It makes the holidays kind of stressful sometimes because like every year is a little bit different. But like my family, for some reason, my mom, she works on some holidays. So we usually somehow figure something out and we celebrate like Thanksgiving, not on Thanksgiving Day, but maybe, you know, a day or so before, whatever. We usually figure that out. Christmas, it's kind of tough. I feel like. Just for context, my mom remarried an American guy. Mm-hmm. So that's, ever since then, it's just been like... They go know. hard on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> we did the... uh, What was it? Our little scavenger hunt for stuff last year. Yeah, they fun. like to do advent calendars. And I stayed that. with yeah. their family for a week. I spent the night at their house for a week. I don't know what my family was doing. I can't... I honestly can't remember. They didn't sp- really do anything. I don't... I spent Christmas with them on a different day, but... Yeah, because your mom works in healthcare and stuff, so she's like yeah. working all these weird hours. And then yeah. my brother has is married and has a kid, and they usually have to split up their Christmas. So we have to work around them, so it's a lot of stuff going on. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of a little different every year. It's but we kind of do the same thing where we try to figure out either lunch or dinner, or just like depending on because of the healthcare thing, yeah. we figure out a different day. Yeah. So. Well, it's tough when you guys are in a relationship and it's like you have two families now to accommodate for, yeah. right? Yes. First time we ever celebrated Christmas, I got to see what her family does because we, my family really never really celebrated Christmas. Our Christmas in terms of present giving was on Black Friday. Yeah. Um, that was our Christmas in a way. But we never really celebrated Christmas besides doing the whole Christmas tree and doing all that stuff. But um, I went over to Hallie's house and I saw a tower of gifts. No, okay. There was Don't a literal tower of gifts <laughs> at her house. And I was like. Well, you have to keep in mind my birthday's Christmas Eve. So, like, my mom so she got always double. tries to make How me. unfortunate. <laughs> it's interesting. It, it's kind of weird. My mom always tries to make me like, cause most people do kind of forget about it, which naturally so it's the day before Christmas. So like, it's understandable, but like my mom always tries to still make me feel really special. Like it's my birthday. Yeah, that sounds so pretentious of me, but it's so sweet. I, she's because a lot a of her deal out of it. Presents get combined. They're like, Oh, here's your well, Christmas. And, yeah. pr- and it's hard because gift. everyone's always busy. So like, I never get to right. see people besides like my immediate family, which has always oh. been kind of tough. Cause I would like to have an actual party on my birthday birthday but people are always doing something so yeah it's kind of tough it's yeah but I've, i mean it's always been that way so it just is what it is but yeah um i remember the first christmas you came over you were like in shock i didn't know what like, to do <laughs> i literally didn't know what to do and then you had a ton of gifts too and you're like what huh what i didn't do I feel do? right i was like i don't deserve this <laughs> i don't deserve this at all Oh my gosh, yeah. No, it's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) So, moving ahead to the future for you guys, do you guys talk about marriage and children? Yes. I talk about marriage (laughs) all the time. Children, no. Yes, (laughs) we do. We talk about it. We just, we're both like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine the thought of kids right now. Like, eventually, I would love to have. A little hybrid child. Yes! <laughs> but... A Tesla. Yeah. A Tesla. Tesla. You're going to have a Tesla baby. Actually, no, 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 no. A BMW i8. i8, <laughs> yep. That's a good one. Butterfly doors. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's like way ahead. I... Right now, I'm just more focused on sustainability. Yeah. And making money for myself. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But it really just depends. Mm-hmm. Like, we talk about 
marriage a lot. We're like, we don't want to rush the process, but we're. I don't think too hard about it. Yeah, I, I, guess. I feel like here in America, the biggest motive is like religious. It's like, let's get this out of the way so we can get our parents off our ass, and you mm-hmm. know we can do whatever we want to do. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was never religious. So like, as far as I see our relationship, I'm just like, I feel like we're already married in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm already I committed. That. I know she's committed to me. You know, like we love each other a lot. But it's like, there's no. Marriage, yeah, it's it's cool. It's. I guess. Let me ask you. (laughs) When did you know you were ready to get married? And like, it's a good question. Was there a what what did it mean for you? Because I I would love to know. I love that you're asking us. There's a tax benefit, everybody. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's get married. (laughs) No, so okay, well, so we've been together. I mean, this September we'll have been together eight years. I mean, we've been together a long time. So long time. It felt so we started dating when we were in high school. You're a year older than I am. I don't know that there was a definitive moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, Katie, let's get married. I just always kind of knew when I really started to no. fall in love with you. I disagree. Really? There was definitely a definitive motive when, when or when? when you started crying and saying, why didn't you give me a ring yet? No. <laughs> okay, that did not happen. That was that was the year that you were going to propose. Yes. That was like a month before. And I, I already was like, planned everything by this point, and she was crying. And I couldn't tell. I was like, I'm never going to get you a ring. I was trying to be mean, you know, in that sense. Like, I was trying to be what? mean so then she wouldn't, like, catch on to anything I was doing. But then uh, at the end of the day, I sh- probably shouldn't have been mean because she started getting really mad and upset. That, that's, that's a great story, Sakechu. Well, yes. <laughs> I know. So, okay, but I'm asking you. How'd you know? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, like, un- in the time of us dating, did you just be like, boom, that's it. Like, so, let's get married. <clears throat> me and Hallie in 2017 broke up. 2016. 2016. We broke oh. up. And we then did. we had, we were apart for eight months. And within Jeez. that period of time, we only didn't talk for four days though. Um, but I, I, st- I cut you off and yes. you came crawling back. I was me. crawling back. <laughs> but within those eight months, I realized how much Hallie meant to me and how much my life changed by not her, not by her not being there. Well, I mean, that's so that's that's what definitively. I'm so glad together. she took me back because that would have been bad. <laughs> it took me a while. I wasn't like really wanting to. I wanted to give it time. Yeah. Because we were both doing yeah, our own eight thing. months. You were in college. I was in my senior year of high school. Like we were just figuring things out, and like me figuring out college stuff. You just in your first year trying to navigate college. Yeah. And all that going on, and then yeah, what that would have been yeah, 2017. We ended up getting back together. Yeah. Yeah. And all my grades started going down because I wasn't with her. And, I, and, and, my, and like my whole life, my, like my, the only thing I remember hearing was like my parents always said, if you like get in a relationship, if you have girls in your life, your grades will go down. Like that's all they ever told me. Like I remember them saying that because they didn't want me to be in a relationship. And yeah. then I saw I was not in a relationship and my grades going down. I was like, lies. <laughs> Those were lies. Well, your happiness ultimately yes. comes before anything else. Yes, you have sure. to make yourself happy before you can be happy. With 100%. Else. And so you had to, yeah. To me, that, yeah, it, it doesn't make much sense. That was a long time ago. Things are a lot different now, but it was interesting when I first came into the picture of us dating and hiding that for years and yeah, that's it was crazy. all, it was a slippery slope. <laughs> Luckily, so, that's not something I really had to deal with because my family would say stuff but again, they're all in Taiwan. None of them are here. 
Yeah. So, like, how much control do they really have yeah. throughout my daily life? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I, I'm kind of just like, yep, deal with it. Yeah. I'm yeah. in a different country. Yeah. But you're also just really confident, I feel like. At least from my perspective, yeah. you're confident. I think a lot of that has to do with my mom. Yeah, that's yeah. good. She's like, don't listen to them. You Sandra can do whatever you Lemons. want. My yeah. mom was, I were, she was like the person that I, I, I look up to her so much, you know. Yeah. Like, all my that's confidence amazing. comes from her. Like, yeah. That's good. She's awesome. She's a trailblazer. It's so important to have such a good relationship with your mom like that, or with your parents, whoever, but like to have, I mean, your mom, like my mom is still my best friend. Like I'm mm. sure you yeah. probably feel the same way yeah. too. It plays such an important role in your life and the relationships that you develop afterwards, like after your childhood and when you become an adult. So I think it's really important. Yeah. Did that answer your question? You asked, what, like, yeah. is there a definitive moment when... Yeah. So the whole... That did. Like oh, the whole breaking I know what I was going to say. Yes. Because we did... Okay. So because we went through so much together so early on in our relationship it already felt like we'd been through like a tornado at that mm. point like breaking up getting back together navigating not telling his family then telling his family then figuring all that out then getting engaged then figuring out how our two weddings are gonna go two and, weddings yeah which was a lot so that was hard that was i feel like when we re- i mean i knew i wanted to marry you like i just always thought we were gonna get married yeah it's like i didn't i didn't see myself with anybody else i didn't want to be with anybody else oh it's i mean That's it's so true sweet. well like we were we'd been best friends k2 truly is my best friend and so even that few those few days or like those months that we didn't spend with each other that was so hard was and terrible. not having your best friend like things would happen i'd be like oh i want to tell him this but i can't or like no. i shouldn't so I think it was really then that I was like, okay, well, Skate is definitely my best friend. Like, we should just get married. I don't know if there was a definitive so- moment. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how I feel like. Well, we we did go through a similar period, too, like, where we were broken up. And it was really rough because I felt the exact same way. Like, every time something happened, I'd want to, like, text him or call him. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> well, we were taking a, We were taking a break, and that's when I realized, like, I'm like oh, she's something else. Like, she's, <laughs> she's special. She's you know? amazing. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it just takes that, like... It takes that moment of of um, being grateful for what you have, like absolutely. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that that's huge. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But where I'm at right now is like, yeah, like I want to get married, but like it, there's just no rush. Right. You know, because yeah. just doing I your think thing. Normally, I feel like there is usually the motive, like yeah, it's like because your parents are pestering you about mm-hmm. it. But since like my family in Taiwan that normally would have given me trouble about it is not here. Yeah. Um. And then my mom is like, no, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah. So in the future, when you guys do decide to get married, how would you do your wedding? Would you incorporate the different cultures or like, have you even thought about that? It's intense to think about. I want to, because, oh, I just hit my mic. Um, (laughs) I want to do either just one wedding that has, um, a lot of, you know, Taiwanese culture incorporated. I want, I want a Lego themed wedding. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if what if each table gets their own Lego set and they gotta finish yeah, exactly. it? Whoever and then whoever it gets it first gets a prize That'd at your wedding. Nice. The prize is the Lego Death yeah. Star. <laughs> nice. But they have to uh, build a building from Taipei. Y- yeah, exactly. All right, sorry to get off topic. Either. No, I just I don't know. I've always wanted to experience and maybe. Because he said that his family most likely wouldn't come to the States for our wedding. I don't know. They've never Rude. been here, a lot of them. <laughs> Isn't it hard to come here? 
Like just for vacation? That's true. I don't yeah. know. Because in I India, can't... you can't just get a uh, visa to come. We were really here. sad that like most of your family couldn't come because I wanted them to. But it was like, also during no... COVID, so it was just harder. There's also that. There was a lot going yeah. against well, us. <laughs> I talked about I – w- I still do want to have um, like – a lot of your culture incorporated into the wedding, but I think that'd be cool to have our wedding here and then maybe our honeymoon in Taiwan so we could visit his family. And I think that's probably the way to do it. That's kind yeah. of what I yeah. am wanting to do. At Ooh, least. That, that would be, be cool. such a beautiful Just to wedding. have them incorporated in the process yeah. a little bit. Oh my gosh. We've talked yeah. about that. that. That'd be so. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I want to include them, like, but I just don't logistically. I'm like, how do I do this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cultural weddings are so beautiful. If you were to incorporate the different cultures into your guys' wedding, that would be I top would tier. We'll get a, oh, um, yeah. we'll get a uh, 360 camera, and I will live stream it, and it'll feel like they're there. We'll send them VR <laughs> exactly. sticks. Yeah, it'll be like a, a little robot. They can, <laughs> control, they can look around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. We'll figure it out. So, Katie, you're going to Taiwan. That is an officially planned trip, correct? And mm-hmm. it's happening later yeah, this year. So yeah, we're I'm going to India for a film premiere. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the exact date, but basically the idea is we're gonna go to Taiwan from India because it's cheaper. Yep. Yeah. Yes. It's more or less it's planned, but I have been yeah. begging him to go to Taiwan for so long now, like yes. for two years. For the longest time, it was really hard because their uh, quarantine oh, yeah. um, yeah. procedures for COVID were like super strict. It was like if you weren't, if you were a citizen, you had to quarantine for like two weeks in a hotel room. And then if you weren't a citizen, like if I were to bring her, she'd have to be in like a hotel room for like a month, three <laughs> weeks to four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Is, so it, it, was is it gone not, now? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, perfect. They've, they've lifted it. So. <clears throat> yeah. So, Alex, what are you most excited to show Katie about your home? What are you so excited? I know exactly. About? And it sounds so stupid, but Seven Eleven. <laughs> There's a 7-Eleven there? 7-Eleven. Katie's like, really? Okay, I know no, this. I, I've heard so much. For, every, for everyone Tea watching eggs this, at 7-Eleven? Yeah, okay, people who are watching this who don't know anything about Taiwanese or Chinese culture, like you're probably like 7-Eleven, what the hell? But like 7-Eleven in Taiwan or like in East Asia is like the coolest, like... It's, I, it's I awesome. even wrote a song called 7-Eleven based on how much he talked about 7-Eleven. It's such a big part of our culture over there. I love it's that. Like 7-Eleven, we have convenience stores here in the States, and they're just mm-hmm. like, they sell junk food. But when you go to a 7-Eleven in, in Taiwan, you know, there's like a whole wall, like there's a whole wall of ramen, right? And then next to it, you buy the ramen, and then there's like this hot water thing. So you can make the ramen Self-serve. there. Self-serve. And then like, there's, like, there's like awesome. a buffet of like different meats you can buy. You can buy Apple sidra. You can buy like, you can buy, you know, eggs and you put it in your noodles and you eat it there. There's like it's, a whole cafeteria. It's awesome. like coffee, but for ramen. Yes. Yeah, that's like, so it's cool. Just, have you ever They had... have one of these on like every block in Taiwan, like in, in the city. I'm so excited for that. Actually. And it's just, it's so cheap. Is it, it's, so it's not that expensive there? Huh? It's not that expensive not there. Really? You said the it's street food too. The street food Ooh, we talk oh, about all food, the like time. Tainan, um, the city that I was born in, um, south is in southern Taiwan, is like the street food capital of the world. Ooh. Yeah, and it's, apparently it's, most of the apartments there they don't have kitchens because they just eat street food. Straight up. At wow. my dad's apartment, it has a sink and a microwave, but like no oven. The, the food really? culture there is so robust and it's so affordable that it's like 
white you don't need to cook. when some grandma down the street is going to cook this way better than you are and it's going to be cheaper than if you go to the grocery store and make yeah. it yourself. Yeah. 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 That's cool. So I've heard that's, so that's what I'm most things. excited about, like the, the food culture. I've watched yeah. a lot of YouTube videos of street food in Taiwan. Well, yeah. So if you go to Taiwan, that's where Taipei is, right? Yeah, that's the Well, like Taipei the is the capital. capital. Is it far from where you are? It's about a two-hour train ride on the high-speed rail. Okay. Gotcha. So we start in Taipei. I'm going to show around, you know, the big city center. So there's going to be a video. Yes. Oh. Yes. And then we're going down south. I'm going to show where we're from. That's you gonna have be to. So you have cool. To. Oh, my gosh. And there are lots of animals in Taiwan. Cats mm. and dogs all. Yeah, it's like I'm India where there's just yeah. cats and dogs everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to try those tea eggs at the 7-Elevens. So I've can, had the really good dinner that your mom makes. The ooh. Taiwanese pork chops and tea eggs. Ooh. And apparently 7-Eleven has them too. So. Well, it's just like a, a, a store that is, you know, some gas station store here in the States is like selling good ass food. <sighs> yeah. I cannot wait. It's just different. We that should have brought exciting. our apple sidra for them to try. Your what? Apple sidra. Have you ever had oh, it? Oh, it's like this Taiwanese that. soda that I love. Ooh. We can Do you get it from the it. international food market? Yes. <gasps> but it's not at all of them. It's only at like certain ones. We should go. Oh my God. Let's do a vlog of us bringing yes. drink snacks. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right, we're getting off topic here. Sorry, this sorry. Is a podcast. <laughs> this is a podcast and we're just rambling. I know. So my last full question is, so I asked you what you're most excited to show Katie. Katie, what are you most excited to see about where your man grew up? Well, this is easy. 7-Eleven. No, obviously. Yeah, 7-Eleven, clearly. Anything, if there's Not my anything family, besides that. Yeah. I am excited because... First of all, I've never been out of the U.S., mm-hmm. and so I know <gasps> there's going to be a huge culture shock for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. But at the same time, like, I I don't know. I'm just really excited to see the way of living in Taiwan and to see your family and how different everything is. I want to – he talks about how he hiked this mountain with his grandpa, like, every time he went to Taiwan, right? Yeah. And it was, it, I just love the stories he tells about and how vivid, like, I can just imagine Taiwan in my head, even though I've never been. Yeah. And I'm just ready to see it all in real time, the way he's describing the stories. That's exactly how, I love that. That's exactly how I felt when we were going to India, because I've heard so many stories, seen all the pictures, all the home videos, everything. And it's like, I was so excited to finally piece that all together and see, like, I've seen obviously pictures of your house, like your parents have FaceTimed me from there, but it's not the same as being there Yeah. and putting it all together. And especially they were both born in their other countries. So it's like being able to see that was so, it helped me to understand so much more about you and your upbringing and like your family and everything that you described. It all made sense. Yeah. You definitely like excited that you're going. When you go out of the country, you definitely are like... When you come back to the U.S., you're like, wow, I never need anything ever <laughs> in my life. It's a yeah. whole perspective. You're just like... You become less materialistic. You yeah. Just, yeah. It lasts about a good six months until you realize you're still in America. And then you got to get that one yeah. thing you just need. Yeah. <laughs> but I need an RO system for my sink. Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, Oh my gosh. Well, this has been such a good episode. Those were all the questions that I had. And I think this is going to be a really good episode for a lot of couples who are also interracial couples and things that they experience. No, no. This is perfect. All of it was good, great information for everybody who listens. A lot of our people go through this. 
experience these experiences as well so i think almost, this will be really helpful for them almost every single person who watches are either in an interracial relationship or are trying to like convince their parents in a way yeah gotcha. so a lot of these a lot of like please ask any questions in the comments we'll all try and answer them with our own yes. experiences um but yeah that's it's always it's always nice to hear everybody's stories yeah and i had a great time did you guys have yeah a thank time? you so much for having me this is so yeah. fun this is gonna oh be so fun we yeah. have to do this again i'm sorry if i'm like really intense i try to like no, keep it i love it it's the confidence this was so much fun thank you guys so much for coming on thank you for having us and thanks for the tea yes of oh, yeah, course we all had our tea ready to go we were sipping it um yeah, this is great. Thank you guys for coming. Thank on. you. Thank you, everybody. And Thank guess you. what? This bye. is it. Uh, if you made it this far. Oh, we're not we're not saying bye yet. <laughs> if you made it this far, you need a comment. Alex is king. Okay? That's the All comment. Right. I do this at the very end. King. So then this tells me who is gotcha actually the watching the video. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Last right. the last episode was Boogly Boogly Ba. <laughs> this time it's Alex yes, is it King. Alex is king, actually. So that's the comment, yeah. everybody. Thank you guys for watching. Spilling the tea with us. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time. Woo!